I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to the second episode of In Bad Taste, a brand new podcast by me, registered nutritionist Pixie Turner. And me, cardiothoracic surgeon Dr. Nikki Stamp. Now, like most people with health qualifications, we are frustrated at just how many bad, awful, and downright fucking stupid health claims are made in health documentaries. So we figured, why not do something about it? And so here we have the podcast In Bad Taste, where each month we cast a critical eye over health documentaries and examine key claims over the course of several weekly episodes. Now, we are still looking at the game changers this week. We have watched this steaming pile of dog poop so that you can tell Karen to mind her own business. Mm -hmm. And this week we do have to be a bit more serious. Because while we had a great fun time talking about vegan boners, we now have to talk about heart disease. So I have to be extra serious about this. And I am extra serious about this because I'm a heart surgeon and, you know, this is what I do. I look after people with heart disease. Um, I I need to start this episode, and I've told you this before, Pixie, people love getting stuck into me on social media when I talk about preventing heart disease or using medications to treat heart disease. They basically love to pile on and tell me that I don't want to eradicate heart disease because my income would stop. Now, it's complete and utter bollocks. It is not true. I am very, very keen on eradicating heart disease. In fact, my research, my PhD is all about stopping people from having heart attacks. So I have no dependency on this whatsoever. We are here to look at the science critically. Exactly. And that means it's time to talk about burritos again. Why? Why? Why burritos? What is their obsession with burritos? Do, do you like burritos? I am uh, reasonably fond of a burrito, but not excessively, I would say. Yeah, see, I, I, I'm the same. Don't mind a burrito every now and again, but I feel like they are obsessively into burritos in a slightly weird way. But burritos have made yet another appearance. Actually, this was their first appearance. The vegan boner burrito was the second appearance in the film in its chronological order. And this time they did a, a, a quite ridiculous experiment uh so again we've got three three athletes three football players they were from the miami dolphins weren't they i think Mm -hmm. yes um and the miami dolphins these three players uh decided to volunteer their time for the pursuit of crappy science and and they had the first night they had three guys three different burritos they had 
a guy who had a vegan burrito because he's normally vegan. They had, and the other two guys had different types of meat burritos. And then the next morning they took their blood and they put it through a centrifuge, which is like a machine that rapidly spins the blood. Now, when you do this to blood, anyone's blood, the blood will separate out into different layers. It'll have the red cells down the bottom, which are you know this, that dark red color, and they'll have the plasma up the top. So they did that the first night. And then the second, second day, they gave them uh, all vegan burritos and they did the same test. They took their blood um, and they were basically saying that that plasma level, that clear level was more cloudy in the guys who had the meat burritos because they weren't vegan and therefore they were going to die. Exactly. And so they, they basically made the assumption that the because it's cloudy, therefore the meat is bad and you're more likely to get heart disease from it, which is partially based on something resembling science. But there's also the fact that, you know, cloudiness is simply an indicator of the amount of fat that was eaten and it's a temporary thing. So it's it's immediately affected by the meal that you've eaten. But then this is also why we do fasted blood tests. So because the food we've eaten is a confounding variable within that. So fats from the diet are packaged into chylomicrons, which cause this serum to appear cloudy after a high fat meal. And all this basically shows in this experiment is that beans have less fat than meat. Wow groundbreaking, revolutionary, who the fuck would have thought that would be the case? So for this experiment, they would have had to make the fat content for both burritos equal, but they didn't do that. They put a little bit of avocado in the vegan one, but that's about it. So the fat level, the fat content was not equal. And so actually this doesn't really tell you anything except for the fact that meat has more fat than beans, which is not exactly news to anybody who understands anything about beans. Correct. Uh, it is It is not an experiment. I, I, I hate the way these films trot out, you know, really visual things like that because it's really visual, right? If you saw that, you'd be like, oh my God, wow, my mind is blown. Uh, meat is bad, meat is fatty, it's going to ruin my heart, it's going to ruin my arteries. It's such an oversimplification of the science, as we've already mentioned, but it's such a, it's it's a show, it's marketing. It, that's all that is. It's, it's purely just marketing. And you're right, that phenomenon is completely normal, right? If you ate a whole bunch of avocado, you too would have cloudy plasma. It's, it's normal. It doesn't matter whether it's meat, doesn't matter whether it's a plant-based fat, if you have fat in your diet and then you take your blood, there will be fat in there. You know, I, I have to say, I um, so I've seen people with, you know, really, really, really high cholesterol from something called familial hypercholesterolemia. So it's a bit of a mouthful. But um, in that condition, these people get you know, unbelievably high levels of cholesterol. So when you take their blood, they have really milky blood, so and that's quite dangerous. But their cholesterol levels are, you know, so super high that it's dangerous. Even the the samples that they showed for these guys were were really not that bad. I, I doubt that the saturated fat content of any of those meals. I mean, you, you this is your area of expertise would actually be, you know, out of control, terrible. You know, it's worth pointing out familial hypercholesterolemia is a genetic condition. Therefore, you know, these exactly what you've mentioned, those people, you know, the reason their cholesterol is so high is because of a genetic variant that means that they they don't produce enough LDL receptors for their liver. And mm -hmm. 
yes and you know yes saturated fat is definitely more my area you might have seen uh dear listener on twitter if you tend to venture in that dangerous corner of the internet <laughs> that there are a small group of people namely idiot doctors who don't seem to understand what it actually means to, for, to have good medical practice, who seem to claim that saturated fat does in not in fact have any relation to heart disease in any shape or form. Wrong. These people are total liars or totally misled or just really fucking stupid. Because actually there is a very strong link between saturated fat, high LDL cholesterol, which we can broadly see as the kind of the bad cholesterol, you definitely don't want too much of it, and heart disease. There is such a strong link between these three things that has been that has been known in research th- for decades. We have decades and decades of robust research that supports the idea that a diet that is very high in saturated fat and not very high in unsaturated fat now, of course, this is not a diet that contains no saturated fat because that is impossible. But a diet that is very high in saturated fat does directly increase your LDL cholesterol in the blood. And this directly increases your risk of heart disease significantly to the point where we have seriously great guidelines from several, many governments around the world that all say we should be ideally reducing the amount of saturated fat in our diets. Now, this is obviously where the whole vegan thing can potentially come in because a vegan diet is generally far more likely to be low in saturated fat anyway, because the biggest source of saturated fat in most people's diets is red and processed meat and butter. And these two definitely increase your LDL cholesterol levels. Dairy, not so much, which is fucking great. I mean, milk, yogurt, cheese, these things seem to have a very neutral effect on your LDL cholesterol and heart disease, which is the best news ever and makes me so happy. Right, because yogurt is amazing. (laughs) Cheese is amazing. Oh my God, cheese. I love cheese, honestly. I don't know how anybody manages to live without cheese. (laughs) I literally have like five different types of cheese in my fridge at any one time, just standard. Can you believe that I was vegan once upon a time? Like how on earth did I manage that? Like, wow. How? 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 (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know. The point is, again, here we have a small shred of science. Yes, too many of these foods that contain high levels of saturated fat is not a great idea as an overall dietary pattern. However, that doesn't mean you have to go vegan in order to reduce your risk of heart disease. But of course, that is definitely the claim they make. In fact, we go so far as to say that meat causes heart disease. Oh yes, they went there. It took them a little bit of time, but they fucking went there. (sighs) They did. And do you know what really irritates me about that is that it it's it plays this blame game, right? It basically says that if you have a heart attack, you are responsible for it, you dirty meat eating what's a terrible word for a dirty meat eater? A dirty meat eater. Pig. <laughs> oh, poor piggies. Um <laughs> But no, you know, I, I, this is my job. This is my goddamn job day in, day out to look after people with heart disease. And the last thing they need is someone telling them that it's their fault or implying that it's their fault because it's not. There are so many factors that go into, uh, you know, deciding whether or not you're going to have heart disease. Your genetics is responsible for at least, at least half of your risk for heart disease. What you you know where, whether you exercise, what sort of exercise you do, um, you know your uh, your stress levels, where you live, your socioeconomic status, your age, 
your gender, your hormone levels. There are so many things that go into play. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I think I think we all could do as a population do with you know improving our diets for the prevention of, of disease but you don't have to go to that extreme and you just said that pixie it's spot on you don't have to go full vegan to get uh to get some of these benefits do you know i was on a show where i sat next to a vegan chef who's not really a chef he's like some reality tv star um, and they asked me what my thoughts were on vegan diets for health. And I just went with that line. And honest to God, I could hear his teeth gnashing next to me. And I thought, yes, <laughs> yes. Amazing. Do you think these people genuinely believe that vegans don't get heart disease? I think they might do. And, and what a shock that must be when they do get a, a, an illness. And I mean, it's not just heart disease, is it? You know, they, there's a lot of, um, I suppose, talk around diet prevention for a lot of illnesses. Um, and, and unfortunately, you know, you can be perfect in inverted commas as much as you like. But the sad thing is, is that there is no one thing that any of us can do that will 100% guarantee that we're never going to get sick. It doesn't mean that you should try to be, you know, as healthy as possible in in all aspects of your life, mind, body, soul, community, all those kinds of things. But I think it's it's remiss and it's naive and look, it's just stupid to say that that you know you can one hundred percent prevent prevent illness. It's 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 not it's not realistic. Exactly, it sets up a completely false pretense and also gives people false hope, which is not great at all. So alongside this conversation about saturated fat um, and about cloudy blood, we also have a conversation about inflammation. So they basically link to and describe some research that shows that a eating a meat burger means your, your inflammation is much higher than if you have a soy burger. What they, however, don't mention in this is that it's not all meat. It's actually what the research did was they swapped beef burgers for soy burgers. Not soy sausages this time. We have soy burgers, a new <laughs> brand of soy. And you know what? This, this is completely uh, misleading in the way that they talked about it because different types of meat behave differently. And so they they had beef, which is something that's very high in saturated fat, and they swapped it for something that is very, very low in saturated fat, but keeping the protein the same. And so, duh, of course that's going to have an impact because the, the level of saturated fat was different. Uh, but also the total number of calories was even different as well, which is also a confounding variable. So they actually, this was obviously, if you're eating something that's low in saturated fat, it's going to have a different effect than if you eat something that's high in saturated fat. Whereas if they'd done a comparison between, say, a chicken burger and soy, it would not have been anywhere near as much of a difference. But of course, they didn't say that. They just put it as all meat when actually the research purely focused on beef. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So that was just really just so sneaky of them, which is just very typical of these kinds of documentaries? I think it's fairly safe to say that anything that is pretending to be an experiment in this film is not real science, okay? It's not an experiment. You might as well flip a coin. That is the, the, the level of, of certainty that we're dealing with here. Yeah, I just, I, I love I love the inflammation thing because inflammation is such a buzzword at the moment and we're all trying to you know reduce our inflammation and we want antioxidants and all these kinds of things and these are all going to magically again this is this magical thinking that all you have to do is have antioxidants and you'll be perfectly well for the rest of your life you know it's, I mean, what is this obsession with antioxidants we need to stop focusing on the idea that antioxidants these like magic fucking fairy dust <laughs> automatically makes everything healthy because we actually you know then not anywhere near as much of a big deal as people think our body makes antioxidants we Mm -hmm. don't need to get crazy high doses from food in fact when we do get crazy high doses from supplements for example it actually means where our risk of mortality is slightly higher than if we don't correct because our bodies like things to be in a certain kind of nice level of moderation not too high not too low and when we when we literally jam antioxidants into our mouths like you know like it's going to cure everything what that actually does is the opposite which is kind of hilarious absolutely and and it is it's just it's really bright for this kind of um taking advantage of it i suppose you know because everything is antioxidant you get antioxidant skincare you can get antioxidant food you can get antioxidant supplements and it's just money making all right it is just marketing uh as you say pixie you just don't need to be jamming yourself chuck a bottle full of antioxidants and likewise you know inflammation Inflammation has a role to play. The whole world isn't going to fall apart because you have a bit of inflammation. Inflammation keeps your body safe, but we need to keep it into a, a safe level. That doesn't necessarily mean that you have to, to, as they're implying here, go vegan, okay? You can improve all of your levels of inflammation just by doing a whole bunch of actually achievable health goals. Ow, makes me so mad. What I also found funny about this section was the idea that they were parroting that plant foods equals anti-inflammatory, whereas animal foods equals inflammatory. And the the reasoning behind this was plant foods contain micronutrients. And I'm like, what? Really? Because last time I checked, meat also gives you micronutrients. Dairy gives you micronutrients. Eggs also give you micronutrients. In fact, what they have really not mentioned so far but they will later on is that animal products are a great source of one particular micronutrient that's basically impossible to get from plant foods b12 
everybody needs B12, right? Everybody needs B12. And this, I think this is another thing that they really skip over on this is that for your average punter watching this film who then decides to go vegan, if they are doing that uh, in a sort of unstructured, potentially unsupervised fashion without knowing that there are certain macronutrients or micronutrients that they need to be mindful of in a vegan diet, they are probably going to do the very thing that they're trying not to do, which is make themselves sick. <laughs> you know, if they they are if they are sometimes you'll find beings will have a hypocaloric diet, not getting enough calories. That's a problem. Uh, you've got people who are deficient in B twelve. That's a problem. Iron. They love crapping on about iron in this film as well. If you're not getting enough iron, that causes illness. You can't just you can't just down tools and decide to eat a vegan diet for health when the reality is is that an unstructured, unsupervised, unsupported vegan diet can actually result in ill health. Ugh, getting angry again. <laughs> so. In terms of heart disease, we've talked about saturated fat, we've talked about inflammation, we've even talked about antioxidants, and then we get this beautiful quote, the only diet that has been shown to reverse heart disease is a plant-based one. Fuck off, you twats, the Mediterranean diet exists. <laughs> so when, when that came on the screen, I literally jumped out of my couch and started yelling, wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> I can just picture that. <laughs> and then I rewound it because I was like, hang on a second. Surely I misheard that. No, no, no. That's what they said. That is not true. That is not true. One of the best study diets, actually two of the best study diets for, um, for heart disease prevention and, and management are the Mediterranean diet, which contains, wait for it, animal products Yay! and one of the most important things are you okay are you shocked pretty shocked by this information i i did not know this this is brand new information <laughs> well, i mean the mediterranean diet is you know one of the features of it is oily fish um which is important for omega-3s um and you know the dash diet as well dietary approaches to stop hypertension you know, as a diet that is really, really useful for people obviously with hypertension, high blood pressure, but can be used in, in people who have heart disease. They are both diets that contain meat, if you wish to have some lean cuts of meat, but fish, um, eggs, dairy, uh, all of these things that are not not vegan. Um, and they have the best evidence base at the moment you know, granted things could change as we learn more, but they have the best evidence base for the prevention and management of heart disease and other metabolic conditions like high blood pressure, diabetes, et cetera, et cetera. So for them to say that the vegan diet is the only way that you're going to prevent and treat heart disease is just, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lie. <laughs> that is not true. Not at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that they've just conveniently forgotten that polyunsaturated fats, which you can most easily get from oily fish, mm -hmm. have the best evidence in terms of reducing your risk of heart disease. So when we replace any saturated fats in the diet with polyunsaturated fats in particular, and oily fish is the best way to do that, that really hugely helps to reduce our risk of heart disease. So actually, based on that, I could say very easily that eating fish prevents heart disease. 
Like I could say that the best way to make sure you never get heart disease is to eat a fuck ton of fish. But I'm not going to do that because it's not that straightforward because food is not medicine. You know, we should make a Netflix documentary that is fish cures heart disease. I mean, we could literally, we could make a documentary that proves that all you have to do is eat fish. Why not? We could take evidence from all sorts of cultures around the world, like the blue zones where people <laughs> live a really long time and show that every single one of them eat fish in some way. So therefore fish is the way you're going to live longer. We could very easily boil longevity, heart disease, all of this down to a single food, but that's what idiots do. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. We have integrity. Yes. That's why we talk about vegan owners. <laughs> <laughs> We really can't let that episode go, can we? No, it's just too good. It's just too good. Look, if you haven't listened to that one yet, you really should go back and listen to it. Start from the start. It's totally worth it. Look, anyway, we've we've digressed yet again. Um, back to vegan boners. Um, but there was one. There was one final thing that really, really made me cross in this film about heart disease. Um, and it was about the firefighters. So I don't know if you remember this part. They had some guy. I didn't even know who this guy was. They just trotted out some guy who looked jacked, right? He was, you know, really fit. Obviously. Obviously, because vegan. Um, really fit-looking guy uh, trotted out in front of a group of firefighters. Thank you for your service. Um, and they um, they were being lectured to by this guy who has no health nutrition, medical qualifications whatsoever, Um, you know, but to talk to this group of firefighters about how they're going to die in the line of duty. Their quote was 67%, of firefighters who die in the line of duty die from heart disease. So I'm a smart ass. So I decided to go looking for that original study and I found it. It was published in Circulation Journal and what they looked at is why firefighters they do have heart attacks on the job but you know what so do doctors so do truck drivers so do actors so do pretty much anyone you can think of can have a heart attack on the job so this study though they did not say that their diets the diet of a firefighter caused heart disease what they said is that the extreme heat and physical exertion of fighting fires because it is a hard-ass job to do increases blood clotting, increases blood pressure, damages the blood vessels. So while, while their lifestyle probably impacts on this, now keep in mind some of these guys are going to be shift workers and they're going to be eating weird meals at weird times of days and so on and so forth. All of these things do contribute, but there is a significant contributor to their job. But anyway, they, they feed these firefighters. They give them a week's worth of vegan food and instructions and they bring them back a week later and all of a sudden all of their blood pressure and their cholesterol has magically improved and what we see with this is they they show us two examples of two firefighters who whose cholesterol has been reduced and both of them it increases by a huge amount like almost a hundred points or whatever the scale is that they're working with which is not the same as we use in the uk so it confused me a little bit oh same here because um we we, we use metric because 
2020. Mm-hmm. Because it actually makes fucking sense. So they show <laughs> these two guys cholesterol decreased by a huge amount. And then when they talked to the entire group, the average was 20 points, which was actually really small in comparison to these two. So they showed us the very extremes and then just kind of decided to hide the fact that actually, you know, these were these were actually outliers, but these were presented at the forefront to say that these are examples of just what you could do. And it's like, no, those are huge outliers. The vast majority of people had, yes, they had some some decreases, which was good, but it wasn't that as huge as they made it out to be, which is a little bit sneaky. Oh, it's completely misleading. And also we don't we don't know what sort of diet these guys were eating beforehand. You know, they may well have been having fried chicken every night, um, you know, which will inevitably lead to a massive increase when they all of a sudden start eating better. But anyway, I found it misleading. It really irritated me. Um, and, I, and I hope that those guys... I hope that those firefighters that they they spoke to got some benefit from from that information, regardless of the fact that it came from some guy with big biceps. <laughs> you know, I hope that they got some benefit from it. But I just I just wish that I just wish that they would employ or use the services of someone who isn't going to be so sensationalist about it um, and teach these guys the right thing achievable goals without the scare tactics you know yeah because what they gave them was a week's worth of groceries and there was no conversation about sustainability in terms of longevity of this Mm -hmm. in terms of cost in terms of how much time it would take them and how feasible it actually is for them to continue this long term given the constraints of their job and so I mean, I'm curious to know how many of these people actually continued to eat this way after they basically after the camera stopped rolling. And I'd be willing to bet that the vast majority of them, at least, went back to their normal eating habits just because there wasn't any longevity in the information that was provided. Agreed. So what we've learned here is that really switching to a vegan diet does not automatically reduce your risk of heart disease. It definitely doesn't remove it entirely because it very much depends on what you're still eating, not on what you've cut out. But obviously, there are going to be some benefits to it if beforehand you were eating red processed meat and butter in every single fucking meal. Obviously, cutting those down is going to make a difference, but that doesn't mean you have to cut them out completely, entirely, because it's not as extreme as that. We can have these things in a moderate, gentle way. We don't have to go to the extreme fucking ends of everything just to prove a point. Those are some wise words, as always, because very wise that we are. Um, <laughs> but look, I, I, uh, I look, I enjoyed, I enjoyed this week's podcast. Obviously, this is in my wheelhouse. Now, please don't forget to leave us a five star rating after this extraordinary episode, because that is how people will find our little podcast, and of course, tell your mates. Now, if you have questions or comments, please get in contact with us on email and the. The uh, subject line we'd like you to use this week is bean burrito. Uh, <laughs> our email is inbadtastepodcast at gmail.com. And, of course, come and visit us on our socials because we talk about this crap all the time. Pixie is at Pixie Nutrition and I am at Dr. Nikki Stamp. And, as always, we will leave you references and relevant links in the show notes for your reading pleasure. 
And so we bring this lovely bloody episode on heart disease to a gentle close. And next week we will be talking about athletes because there are some seriously misleading claims about vegan athletes in this documentary. And we obviously cannot leave without having a conversation about Arnold Schwarzenegger and steroids. So come join us next week for much more and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. what they're not even that let me say that again <laughs> plant foods equals anti-inflammatory worse <laughs> but obviously it's um, <laughs> i couldn't recognize my yep okay let me do that again personal note i hope i hope that everyone now nah, i'm gonna leave that out sorry i was gonna say something stupid about starting to ramble Bleh. Sorry, I don't know what's happened to my brain. It's gone away. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.